0: And welcome back to the Off the Key podcast. I'm your host Mac, and today I'm joined by my two regular co-hosts, Garrett,
1: no 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 no,
0: and James. Hello, hello. And today we are talking about the brand spanking new album from Paramore. This is why six-year hiatus. You know, it's been a long time since we last heard from Paramore specifically. Haley, she had a couple of albums over the past couple of years. Mid. I I didn't particularly care for them. Paramore has gone through a lot as a band over the past few years. I mean, they're really their entire career. Countless lineup changes. There was that whole dispute with Jeremy Damis, their former bassist, who left the band three times, by the way. That guy's a clown. We'll get into him in a minute. The frequent vitriol and criticism that the band has received over the years online for their lineup changes, their change in sound, people frequently wanting them to come back to their old sound from like the Riot days, the mid-2000s. I feel like Paramore as a band has been kind of the butt of the joke for a lot of internet criticism over the past 10, 15 years.
2: Not to mention the, some of the songwriting content. They got a bit of heat for misery business, of all things.
1: Now, I won't say that all of Paramore's albums are absolute masterclasses of the genre. No, and mm-hmm. no one's ever claiming them to be, mm-hmm. but they do not have a bad album. I actually really, really,
0: really enjoyed the change in direction that they took on After Laughter. I love the change in direction to the more like synth pop, you know, dancey pop rock that they were doing on that album, and I appreciate the change in direction on this album as well. I like that they're playing with different sound. I like that they're just not sticking into one lane, you know, the the emo pop punk pop rock stuff that they were doing in the 2000s. Like I prefer that they're
2: trying to evolve and change as artists. They've always let their creativity take them. Where, where they wanted to go, where they need to go, and they've never been afraid to put out what they want.
0: With, this is why I feel like this album is kind of a response to not only the, the vitriol and the criticism they've received over the years, but a response to the past you know three or four years, what it's been like during the pandemic. Just kind of the whole cultural scene in general. I really like that they went for a more dancey, like post-punk new wave sound was pretty excited for that when I first heard the singles, but I don't think the singles are very representative of the album's
2: sound as a whole.
1: For the first kind of half it is, but the second half, not at all.
2: The second half of the album, they take a bit of the energy out of it, honestly. The energy kind of falls from what it was in the top half.
1: It's a little, It's a little sparser than you'd like instrumentally, especially compared to the first half.
0: Uh, comme ça. I, I really like that song at first, but after a few more listens,
2: that hook gets really annoying. I'm not annoyed by it as much as you are. I, I get it. I understand where you're coming from, but I, I disagree.
1: I mean, there's some parts of her writing that I think is a little... I don't want to say... It sounds mean, but I don't want to say a little ju- juvenile. Not, I wouldn't say juvenile. I'd say like
2: a little self-important. That's one of the themes of this album is the struggle with ego.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Seikom Sa specifically... Yeah, that, that song is a dive into Haley's psyche a little bit because, you know, the, the mm. song is about how she struggles with normalcy. I actually think one of the most poignant lines on the record comes from this song. I know that regression is rarely rewarded. I still need a certain degree of disorder. I hate to admit getting better is boring, but the high cost of chaos, who can afford it? That was actually one of my favorite lines on the entire album.
2: It is... A very, very relatable line for a lot of people. Not to me personally, but I've met a lot of people that fit this kind of attitude. Yeah, I
0: know. And I know people in my life personally, like a very, very personally relatable song, in my opinion. Absolutely. And I I like it a lot, but I just find with repeated listens, that hook just gets on my nerves. I think it's the repetition for me, because I like the content of the song a lot. I do like the change up and delivery like the spoken word style. I know it's more akin to her solo stuff which I wasn't crazy about. This song in particular middle of the road for me for that
2: reason. The music has still has a lot of energy but it's not overpowering the the spoken word vocals while they're going and it fits it musically. Yeah.
0: But yeah, let's let's step it back a little bit to the opening. You know, this is why banger. Certified banger. Great setup to the album, you know. It's perfectly explains the reclusive nature of the band and just how jaded Haley is on this album. <laughs> yeah. Haley is definitely a little tired and yeah. I think this is why is a great opener. When the single came out, that got me super excited
2: for this album. I think the first half does start with a bang and it's a perfect opening track. All the energy it it's a good relatable message Man, I just love the musical choices they made on here. We'll get into Zach in a second, but Taylor, man, you make some awesome riffs, some great hooks, especially in the choruses, those really rhythmic, almost percussive riffs. Fluttery, almost. It's not like an up-down strum thing. We're, We're talking about making some eighth notes, breaking the pattern up a bit to kind of drive the song and add a little more swing to it, you know? Yeah, I, I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, this this album, I will say that you know, the first half especially is super danceable. Mm. It's very post punky. It's a very bouncy, danceable record, and I like that a lot. When we get into the news, now let me frame my criticism like this: I think the song is great. I do think the subject matter, the topic, is a little overdone at this point.
1: I will say it's overdone in its sheer. Raw presentation of when it's just like there's a bunch of bad things in the news. Everything's you know bad's happening, and it's just it's stated very plainly and simply. And there's not really any kind of like nuance or metaphor. I mean, because this song is very straight to the point. I mean, you don't need need to look at any lyrics to know exactly what it's about and all that. I feel like if you want to do that now and not just feel like you're beating a dead horse, you need a little bit of nuance to it it's it's really about how it adds negativity to the world
2: and it helps a lot to turn off the news and that helps a lot with your your outlook on the world you know
0: yeah and and i do think the news serves a great purpose in the narrative of this album i just felt that maybe she could have taken a little more care with the songwriting i think it's too broad and and i do think it resonates with the rest of the album and the subject
2: matter i just felt that I've heard this before. If I'm being honest, I do believe that it. If you're going to talk about the subject, you need to be direct about it. It's kind of hard to veil it in me- metaphor. I mean, you it, don't it, have to. It doesn't have to be like super deep or anything. Yeah, like that. It, I'm just saying. To to me, if you veil it in all this metaphor and stuff, it'll come across as pretentious. So, I prefer the direct message, but I do agree it needs a little more nuance.
0: I, that's where my problem is. It's not that it needs to be like this deep metaphor, you know, like some stupid, really pretentious King Crimson garbage or something like that. <laughs> I just wanted a little more nuance, maybe something a little more direct. And that's actually one of my biggest criticisms of the album as a whole, is I wish the
2: songwriting was more direct and pointed. To me, it seems like she wanted to get the message out there, like how she feels, well, how the band feels, but they didn't want to bring any conflict and not that they were trying to avoid conflict because they're scared. It's more just that they're tired of it. They're over it. And yeah, they're they're just telling us this is how we feel. This is how we're going to be. This is how we want to be. Don't fuck with us and we won't fuck with you.
0: I just wish she would have spent, like you said, we we talked about this before the episode, but I wish she would have spent more energy on, you know, the frustration Mm. that she's had with this. I understand kind of her perspective of like, yeah, I'm not going to let this affect me anymore because it sounds like from interviews and what I've read is that, you know, the the criticism of Paramore and the, the frequent lineup changes and all these things that have happened with the band over the years, like the hist- the history of Paramore is very chaotic. It's very tumultuous. And I understand where she's coming from. I just feel like this would have been a great opportunity to let all that frustration out. Yeah. And, and not necessarily like a clapback album, you know, not some like, Eminem, fucking kamikaze bullshit. But
2: like, I th- I think this could have been a really strong response to that. The only issue is, you know, that risks inviting even more conflict, and I think that's what they were trying to avoid. Again, not
1: because they're scared, but because they're just they're just tired. done with it. They're tired of it. They're they're tired. They're jaded. You just keep the two you've got. Who you know? Who cares? Yeah, you know, about about the basis. Yeah, you know, unless he's flea, honestly, who, dude, who, who really gives a damn? Dude, I mean, Jeremy Jeremy
0: Davis is such a clown.
1: And, and, and let's be honest, what he contributed? Or were there any like just oh solid basses? Oh man, the bass sounds great. No, he was like mid as far as like rock bass. He was there. Yeah, and and, that was it.
0: And he got clowned in court too. Like they denied his claim. They they basically said that he was appropriately paid for the work that he did.
1: Ill yeah. hot L on a Do plate. You,
0: he was a foundational member. He left the band three separate times. Why continue to come back if you're just not going to? <laughs> and guess what he left for the final time? Just take just take a wild guess. To pursue a fucking rap career. If you want to laugh, go look up Germ. Ooh, yeah. To see what Jeremy Davis was doing at the beginning of 2020. Dude. Terrible I, choice. All right. All right. So so just as a little bit, we're, we're going to pause the review for a second. I just want to read this uh, lovely excerpt from from that song. I'm gonna make it crack like bubble wrap. Twist them hose up, send them back. Slap a PTE label on the pack and rattle it. Send them out through snail mail. Can't tell if it's gonna ride well or not. Dude, he probably wrote that line and thought it was so fucking hard.
1: <laughs> if you
0: dude, if you watch the music video, it's so bad. It's he's just like dancing around his basement and fucking
2: like pointing guns at the camera and he gets
0: like this fake crossbow and he's pointing it at the camera for like 20 seconds dude <laughs> uh,
2: uh, honestly so- your your description is enough i don't even want to waste my time with it dude oh my god hey, i was like i
0: haven't laughed that hard in a while
1: <laughs> all i got to say is youtube hiding the dislike bar is doing it's doing its yeoman's work on that video because <laughs> it, oh my the dude comments the comments are brutal
0: bro so many comments yo this goes hard on mute <laughs> well,
1: I, mean, I I scroll i scrolled for probably a solid five minutes i scrolled for probably a solid five minutes could not find a single positive there was comment. not a
0: single po- dude i'm so glad he's getting clowned because he like he threw them in a lawsuit you know he's left the band through. he's caused so much strife for the band and to just see him fall flat on his ass like that is just it's so funny hold this l oh man but anyway anyway to get back to the review but yeah my point is is you know they've been through a lot and i could totally understand their perspective on this album now where my issue lies besides kind of the broader
2: songwriting strokes is uh the pacing is very rocky it's like a reverse mountain slope (laughs) like it starts off really high really high energy and then it kind of gradually goes down and then it just tanks the last three tracks it just dips they're not inherently bad. It's just the energy it, the it energy gets, level really falls down. and It gets it, increasingly mellow. I just don't know if I agree or in, personally enjoy the choice.
0: I'm, I'm with you there, James. It's pretty punctual. It's only 36 minutes in length. There's not a lot of room there to have filler tracks. Personally, I felt like that little middle section, say comme ça, big man, little dignity, and kind
2: of you first it started to lose me a little bit. I get what you mean about being a little rocky because figure eight did bring it up a little. Because fig- figure eight is my favorite track on this album. I love the it.
0: instrumentation, the the vocal performance, the guitars, you know, like you were talking about with York, all on display here. I love, you know, the bass clarinet in the beginning, the glockenspiel.
2: They're not afraid to bring in all these live instruments and and they're not afraid of imperfection. That's something I really appreciate. Like something Zach mentioned in an interview that he clicks his sticks before tracks begin because he appreciates those little the little nuances, the little things in the album that make it feel more human.
0: Yeah, the production on this album is very clean.
2: I mean, the the drums, I think they're very punchy, but they're mm-hmm. not like overpowering. Yeah, and while it's not necessarily my favorite drum sound personally, I think it fits the sound of the album well, so I can give it a pass.
1: He changes it up enough to be entertaining, and mm. there's a lot of like little experimentation yeah. along the like sonically over this album. I kind of want more of that. I yeah. like that direction.
2: While I may not agree with the the choice for the pacing of the album and stuff like that, the performances are excellent.
1: I believe there are two songs that I would say are pretty forgettable. Like I won't be really be like saving them, going back to them anytime soon but you first, Thick Skull are a little bit, yeah, you know,
0: they're, they're
1: okay. I, I disagree on Thick Skull.
0: I actually think it's one of the more dynamic and exciting tracks on the album. Like, I, I actually love the way it crescendos, like towards the back half and like the way it builds up. I think it's a great closer, like the solo that comes in, Hayley's performance, she, she sounds more alive. Like for one of the biggest issues I have with the album overall is it reminds me of her solo stuff a lot. And that's kind of where I have an issue. I don't think Haley's totally transitioned out of her solo album mindset
1: and performance yet. But even though it has those songs, and you were talking about it, you know, only being a few songs, but it being very punctual, very short, there's not a lot of room. However, I believe that the quality of the tracks that you do like or I do like personally are so good. That they raise the quality, even though there are some, some forgettable songs, some misses. That the other ones are so good that they can. Whereas the Gizzard album that we talked about, like off the air, it had just seven tracks, but it's the good songs weren't good enough to really raise it above it just being mid. But these were the real bangers, I believe. Raise it above are really really good, and they kind of raise it its aggregate. A little bit.
0: Yeah, I, I don't opinion. I don't think this is a bad album. Not at all. I, I'm very I'm more on the positive side, but there are just some issues that I have with it. And it's it's more the second half where I think it dips a lot. Like Crave, I think that song is a throwaway
1: big. time. I, I disagree. I love that song. I, I love I, that song. I think you're hard capping. I, th- I love that song. <laughs> That's got a great hook. I, I think it is
0: the most forgettable song in the album, along with um honestly, uh you first.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh,
0: you for I mean, it feels like classic Paramore. I think if you're one of those people that's like, oh, I want classic Paramore. I miss the old Paramore. I think if you like classic Paramore, you'll like that song. But it, to me, it just kind of felt like another Paramore pop punk single. Honestly, I could have like
1: gone without it. Does it really have a good riff or hook? So I'm just like, eh.
0: I mean, I think it's
2: fine. Like, I think it's a solid. Like, it's like the only like pop punkish track on the album. If you ask me, my favorite track on the album is the opening single, This Is Why. That track is so dynamic, so rhythmic. It has everything I love about, especially how Paramore has grown. It is a perfect example of everything they have learned, everything they have adapted to, everything they've... all, All their creativity, all in that one song. It brings the message in every way, and I love it. But I agree with you, Mac. Crave is one that kind of lost me I was it's hard for me to remember even remember like like the I, that's the only throwaway on this album
0: in my opinion I mean you first I could see like I I get it like, I was it, fine with you first it, I don't care for it personally but yeah I mean overall I like the idea and the message of this album I just wish it went
1: further I mean a lot of artists I've seen get more non-direct was, as they go by I mean look at Look at Tom York. A lot of OK Computers, what it has to say, and like Hell of the Thief, its political messages are pretty on the nose. And then there's some songs now from like Moonshaped Pool and stuff like that that I'm like, wait a minute. After only looking at it three or four times, I'm like, wait a minute. That was like a political song? I had no idea. It's like, it's so soft. It's, so, it's veiled. I think you're kind of wanting a seal to do tricks. And you're. No, re- I, I don't really think they've ever I'm, had evidence of doing this so i think it's a little out of the no
2: i i fucking disagree with both of you like i think they've been more angry and and direct in the past for sure i mean it's not that i
0: want them to go back to that past sound what i'm saying is or or more general it's it's more general it's It's too too, it's too general and that's my issue here yeah that's where it ends i i mean i do think there is some nuance especially on the more personal side with haley's reaction to all of this information
2: but there's, there's not there aren't a lot of moments that maybe go like, wow. Well, again, that's that's what I was saying before. They're trying to just say how they feel without stoking the flame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the overall message I feel like is it's almost there
0: and there are some good points brought up. And I do think Haley does bring some nuance, but I
2: don't I just don't think it goes far enough. Kind of to what the point Garrett was making. That's just a thing that happens with age. That it yeah you have all this youthful angst and energy and you're you feel invincible and you're willing to fucking dig the knife into the heart, but you know as you get older, as you gain more experience and you know responsibilities and connections in the world, it's not a mature or good thing to just throw shit everywhere. And no, offend and that's everyone, that's you know? not
0: what I'm saying. She, I want her to do. That's that's. Gotcha. I, I hope you aren't misinterpreting me there. That's not what I want her to do. Is you know throw shit at the wall and be a fucking ape. I'm just saying, maybe some. Some more pointed direct
2: commentary. Also another thing I disagree with slightly is the comment about Haley not using her range. I think there's a few examples. I mean there's bef- I'm not I'm not saying that there aren't. Like You just wanted more. Wanted more of it. Because like yeah. r- running out of time is a great example of yes. her using her range. Going yeah. from the low end all the way up to the high. Yeah, end running out of time. To, yeah.
0: The closer, I think, thick skull. Lyra
2: is very beautiful. Yeah, she's an amazing singer.
0: Like, she is actually a ridiculously talented singer, and I just, I kind of wanted more of that. The beginning, the singles, and the energy that the singles had do not represent the rest of the album. And I think that's where my expectations were kind of, like, pulled under the rug, or pulled out from under me, if that makes sense. I'm disappointed.
2: And I kind of agree I just disagree with the choices made for the pacing of the album. Yeah. The dip in the middle and then ramp it back up, that would have been perfect for me.
1: See, I feel like I actually benefited here from not listening to any of this, because I did not listen to anything prior to when this album fully dropped. So I feel like I may have, you guys may have been somewhat... Of a slight product of expectations, you guys had time to really sink in. Yeah, I
0: had time to, like, chew on those singles. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I did not listen to those singles at all. I Until the album dropped, I listened to none of them. And then I took it all in.
0: Yeah, I I, I guess my expectations were a little... The expectations that the single set for me Mm. kind of set me up for disappointment. We believed the hype. Yes. Yes, we did. And that's not to say that this is a bad album. I want to make that abundantly clear. This is still a solid project. I don't think it's great,
2: but I do think it's good, and I think it is worth a listen. That that I can definitely agree on. We we may be a little divided, and and I figured this would happen because this album. <laughs> yeah, I've had to, uh, dude. I've had to like s- chew on this album. Yeah,
1: like I've f- had to sit on it because I was really split when I first heard it. I think it's right up. I mean, it's not like top two or anything, but it's not the bottom.
0: Now, if you're. Uh, We want the old Paramore fan, I I would say skip this because you are
2: going to be sorely disappointed. You'll probably be disappointed for the rest of your life. So, I mean, sorry, man.
0: Yeah, like Paramore's moved on and I'm glad they've moved on. Yeah, I think it's dope. And I do hope they continue to move in a different direction and play with different sounds while still having that core Paramore, you know, trademark signature. And I, I welcome the change in
1: direction. Yes, let the dance rock consume you. Yeah, like I like think this is me. I think
0: this is a cool direction for them. I just think it needs some work. I I want to see an album that is consistently great, danceable, fun, and still while they're still maintaining their own authenticity. There I said it. Oh. Congratulations. We we brought him into the fold. <laughs> <laughs> One of us. I welcome the change. I'm glad Paramore is evolving, and I'm glad that they still have the motivation to make great music despite the constant turmoil they've been in as a band over the past damn near 20 years. I mean, overall,
2: what do you guys think? Overall, I think the songwriting, I'm not as low on it as as you are, Mac. I think it's a good message, and it's very la- relatable, and it's very mature and the musical choices on this album I pretty much love almost all the way through like I didn't mention this before but god damn the fucking choruses on every single song in this album are amazing Paramore y'all can write some fucking choruses Jesus Christ every single one of them just had me banging my head or dancing around or just it was so energetic and I love it even on the softer songs it was still so moving and just keep keep that up guys and Zach man you've grown a lot i'm so proud in terms of the different things you're doing on drums and the experimenting and the and the different feels that you have incorporated now i can hear all kinds of great influences in there and i love it keep it up it's a great listening experience especially in the beginning i don't like the dip at the end it kind of peter's off and that really brings it down for me but overall it is a good album. I'll give it's not the best one, but I'll still give it a seven and a half out of ten. Fair enough, Garrett. What's your thoughts?
1: I'm probably gonna be the most positive one here because I felt like a lot of times you'll criticize a, a band for aiming at something and missing the target. Paramore knows what they're aiming for and hits. They don't really pretend to be something they're not. They don't really go in directions that they are not. I, the pacing isn't really an issue for me. As such is that when the songs do dimp, they are and they become more pop like in quality. They're it's, it's almost like they're not filled out. I mean, Haley is still writing vocal gold, so you know, she'll write a hook or a chorus that'll save it, like Crave. But I feel like Crave is literally like holding on by its pinky by her the chorus she wrote. Like, if she slipped at all, like it's some of these songs, it seems like they don't have a mar. they have a very thin margin for error. If they just didn't have that catchy hook or if they didn't have that, then they might be, just be more forgettable than they are. And I do believe that there are two tracks that are going to be pretty forgettable, as well as, like, other little things like the Bridge of the News. But overall, I do not have a problem with the song running. It's just nice pop, dance rock. It gives me everything I'm looking for. You yeah, know, it's not as good as After Laughter, but it's right up there worthy of, of being in the Discog. And I had a lot of fun with it and it was very memorable. I could have done this review while only listening to this album once. I just, it's one of those I absorbed immediately. It, everything got stuck in my head. Nothing, most, most everything had its place. Like I could remember running out of time and I can remember this is why in figure eight. I'm like, wow, it almost felt like I didn't need to go back to listen to it more to digest it, but I still wanted to go back. And I'm going to give it an 8. I feel like I'm going to be the most positive one here. I'm going to give it an 8.
0: I can feel, the, feel the, the, the pistols. The hammers are all clicking. Yeah, you're the one that's going to be. <laughs> so I'm the most critical, obviously. It's not that I dislike this album. I just think there are some elements that they could work on. I felt the songwriting was a little too broad. And not all the time. I do think there are some very poignant moments. like Especially even though I don't like the hook as much. You know, Sakum Saw... This is why Figure 8, I I love Figure 8. It's a fantastic track, and I love the direction that they're going with the more odd percussion and introduction of some woodwinds. I, I like all of that, and I like the step that they're taking in this album. Overall, I think it's a positive, and I think it's a solid album. I just have some nitpicks, some criticisms. You know, I do think there are a couple of throwaways. Like, I didn't care for you first. I think Crave is an absolute throwaway. I do not care for that track at all, but there's still a lot of stuff to love here. And I just don't care for the the vocal style that Haley was, not that I dislike all of it. I just didn't care for some of the vocal style that Haley was going for on this album because it reminded me of her solo stuff and I did not care for her solo stuff. Overall, I think this is a solid record. I don't think it's great. It's not going to blow anyone's mind, but I like the step in direction. So I'm going to give this a seven out of 10. I know I sounded really harsh, but I do think there is, there is good here. There, I yeah. like the direction they're going. I just don't think it's quite there yet.
1: You guys, we make it a point to talk about the good stuff and the criticisms as much as we talk about what we liked to kind of give everything its fair share and to just to be interesting. So sometimes little criticisms can sound way worse in retrospect, but really we were just talking about it as much as we would talk about the good things because yeah. everything has its good and bad.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, for sure.
0: I just I expected a little more, if I'm mm-hmm. being honest. And I'm not saying I wanted them to go back to their old, you know, fiery, energetic sound. I just I thought, you know, this was this would have been a really good opportunity to maybe have a, a stronger response to some of the backlash and the the honestly unwarranted vitriol that they've received over the years. I feel like you get hints of it in Haley's perspective, and I I do think they're capable enough songwriters to achieve that. I just thought the album was a little underwritten,
2: underwritten. But ultimately, I think we're all in agreement that it's another solid addition to Paramore's discography, and they are still have yet to make a bad album.
0: Yeah, I agree. With that being said, I do actually want to go over, so what are your guys' favorite tracks? So I'm going to start. This is Why, The News, Figure Eight, Big Skull, and Liar. And my least favorite tracks were easily
2: You First and Grave. What about you guys? This is why, running out of time, I just fucking love that chorus. And actually, I really enjoyed Big Man Little Dignity, like musically. Goddamn, that hook, it's stuck in my head right now, and it probably will be for the rest of the month. Excellent, excellent melody writing. I love it. Also, Liar. Probably least favorite crave every other song i liked enough to enjoy so i can't really say that i didn't like the song but other than crave it's just and it's not necessarily that i think it's a bad song it's just forgettable to me
1: the only one i didn't like is you first what were your favorites probably figure eight and uh running out of time fair
0: enough well with that being said guys any final thoughts all good all righty well this is off the key podcast and we're out of here Everybody, Mac here, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to LeCrembo for the intro and outro music. Also, check out our link tree for where to follow us. We are on Instagram and Facebook and a variety of streaming platforms. And if you could give us a sub or a listen or even a follow, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. See you later.